Welcome to the Porn Stars Are People podcast. I'm here with uh, Tinder Frost. Thank you for meeting me. Thank you for doing this. Um, no, I appreciate it. I, uh, I'm in I'm in England. I've been I've been back in town in London for like a day and a half. Um, so thank you for for doing this. I this is my second time in London in like 14 years. Oh. Yeah, I lived here in like 2004. You managed to escape. <laughs> I managed to escape. No, on, honestly, while I was still in university, if I could have stayed at that point in time, I definitely would have. London is like the first city that I like figured out who I was as an individual. Because up until that point, I was I was like living like near my parents. I was going to college near my parents. Like I, I like it was like if I if I needed something, I would just call mom. Like I wouldn't go solve the problem. Yeah. Yeah, no, similar for me. I I grew up in a very very small community. I grew up in Iceland. Oh, very cool. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to go to Iceland. I didn't know that. That's great. Uh, where in Iceland? Uh, Reykjavik, like okay. everyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I was uh, I was supposed to go there um, on my way back to New York, and then I waited, and the flight went from like 120 bucks to like 700 dollars. Yeah, it's also just whilst you're there, everything is super expensive. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I never go back. Like people complain about prices in London, but compared to Iceland. Yeah, no way. Why is that? Uh, it's just small country, small rich country. Yeah, they can get away with it. So they're like, whatever. <laughs> that's what it costs. That's what. Uh, that's how I felt. Where did I go? I went to. Um, why do I keep screwing this up? Not Prague. Um, what's the what's what's the main city in 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 Czechoslovakia? Um, why am I so dumb? I went. It's also called Czech Republic and yeah. Slovakia. Yeah. Two oh, Czech. Now. I'm an American. <laughs> I, I, we don't know anything. Um, but so I went. What the hell? As soon as I think of it, I think of it. But I went and I was like, and I was going around. I was doing my thing, and then all I realized was like, to come hang out here, I need to get paid in in the currency here or otherwise. Because it was like I was spending nine, ten dollars on coffee. It was terrible. Why am I so dumb? I don't know where I went in my own life. Um, so how did you end up in London? Tell me that story. Um, well, I've, as soon as I turned 16, I kind of went to my parents. Like, you can't keep me in Iceland anymore. <laughs> it's like I'm an adult. But no, I went to Scotland first, went to high school, and then I came down to London, actually. I went to university. Uh, Which one? Uh, I went to Kingston University. Nice. So, uh, and then just lingered on. And like I really liked it because, as you say, it's like there's so much diversity and stuff in London. Like, you can kind of be anyone you want to be. Yeah. So I kind of got kind of sucked into it. Like I have these dreams of like moving to the countryside and stuff. But I think yeah. once you've lived in London, it's really hard to. Uh yeah. <laughs> well, what did I do? My brother, my brother lives around the corner here. He lives on sort of like this canal. And so I took a little walk on the canal yesterday. And, and there's like all these people that are living in these little boats. Yeah. And they have like they have solar panels and they have their plants and they have their uh, their little bikes. And half of me was like, I could do that. Yeah, I could totally do that because it's like it's two things. It's it's roughing it. Right. But you're also in the middle of London. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like you live in a boat with solar panels and you're sort of like you don't have like a home, but you're also right in the middle of one of the greatest cities on Earth. Yeah. I've, I filmed the porno in one of these. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Just around the corner. <laughs> Wait, what's, it, what's it called? Uh, it's called Remember Me. Okay. So it's uh, the the producer had uh, access to a boat, so we that's just great. Did it. we like drove it down the oh that's great canal and <laughs> oh he's just going back and forth yeah <laughs> like that's great yeah there was uh, um I like this idea this this is this is like a quintessential uh, porn idea is um it's a thing let's let's have sex on it yeah right it's like it's like whatever it is let's go like let's let's uh, we're in a plane we have to have sex there this is like what my what my twenties were it was like was like I I had a I had a lady who we were like 
trying to be experimental. And so we would just try and find places, different places to have sex. And I think it's because of porn. Like, porn, like, sort of, like, infiltrated my brain in that way. Yeah, I think, like, a lot of porn performers, they come into porn from being, like, exhibitionists. Yeah, sure. So it's like, you know, it's the idea of, like, almost getting caught. Yeah. Um, I definitely had that, like... I was really excited about having sex and like, especially forbidden places. Like it was church was on my list for a long oh time. Wow. I managed to take that one off. <laughs> yes. A buddy of mine got so mad at me. We were in San Francisco a couple of years ago. He was supposed to meet up with this girl in a cemetery after midnight and they were going to like have like a picnic and he, that he was going to try to uh, have sex with her. Um, and I needed him to like drive me back to where we were staying. And he got so mad at me. And I was like, dude, this is part of the deal. <laughs> like we're on tour together. You do your thing afterwards. But have you ever, okay, so a church. Wow. Yeah. Now this was this was part of a movie or this was like no, a no, recreational. Just, 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 yeah, just re- recreational. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. So uh, so where did you manage to do it in a church? Um, well, there was a concert on in the church, so oh. uh, everyone's attention was like no away. way. Yeah. So it's literally one of the things where you just you're you're just standing there. Yeah, I was like I was like, here's my moment. Like this is my moment. Everyone else is in that part of the church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so which part of the church were you on? Um, just on the, like on the side where there were some statues and stuff. I don't oh. know what the, what the parts of it. Obviously, I'm not Christian. Right, <laughs> right. But um, I yeah, I don't. I know think that's what they call, call it, the side part of the church with the with the statues in. Yeah. That's the official name <laughs> of it. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's great. Yeah, it's one of my favorite places. I also managed to do once in a in in like a gondola coming down from a ski resort. It's like a view of the Alps everywhere. That was that oh, was this pretty the ski lift. Yeah, yeah. Not a ski lift. It's like a gondola that takes you up to a ski resort. So it's like it's yeah, enclosed. It's like it's enclosed, but it's all glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you oh, have interesting. To just be very quick. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I feel. Like that's every time I'm like I'm like ready to try it in like an elevator. I was like, it's not gonna, it's not. You don't have enough time. Yeah. But a gondola, I feel like, yeah, you you, you have just just enough time. It's mostly trying to get all the like skiing right. Gear back yes. On. Yes. <laughs> it's just gonna look a bit suspicious. Like why you took it all off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, who, but at that point, who cares? Yeah. You, know, you, you, you got the you got the duty done. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's great. Trying to think, yeah, I've uh, I'm just just having this conversation makes me realize how lame I've been in my thirties, and I haven't done any haven't done anything weird. I like um, I think I think my best one was like a, an ice machine room, of a hotel, <laughs> just this weird interaction, and then we sort of used the drain to our advantage. By the way, this is how dumb I am. I literally I wasn't even in I wasn't even Czechoslovakia. I was, I was in Zurich, Switzerland. Like this is how dumb oh. this is how dumb I am. <laughs> That's but, not even close. <laughs> no, not at all. But anyway, the, all I can remember was I was like uh, I was like I was like if I could just if I could just get paid in Swiss francs, then this then this whole thing would be worth it. It's like the only it's the only way to hang out there. Like yeah. I was there for twenty two hours, and I was like I ate once and had a couple coffees, and I was like looking at my uh, my my receipts, and I was like, well, what happened? What <laughs> happened here? Um. So being, I don't know, being in London, you get you get a pretty good, um, what is it, radius to travel. Do you get do you get an opportunity to, to go around everywhere and do the do the, like see everything? Yeah, that's that's another thing that keeps me in London is that like is the proximity to like King's Cross Station and uh, Heathrow Airport. Yeah, yeah. Like I work a lot in Europe, all over Britain. Furthest I've gone for work was Australia. Oh, that's cool. I that's really cool. The Sexpo in Australia. Nice. So, yeah. When is that? Um, they they tour around Australia. It's where I, when I did it was uh, December. Okay. So uh, very cool. Like and a then convention for and it. December is uh, midsummer there. Oh yeah, that was the hardest thing. It's like coming back to Britain. Yeah. Like <laughs> just into into the cold here. So yeah, that's what I did with. Uh, I was I went to South Africa in January. So then and then I came and then I actually and then I went back to New York for like five seconds and then I um and then I went to Vegas 
And so I basically skipped winter. Yeah, that's the way to do it. And then I came here. Well, I came to South Africa and here in summer, which both of those are tame places. Like right now in New York, it's like 90 degrees and it's like 100% humidity. It's disgusting. So I get to skip it to be in South Africa to be in like 60 degree weather with with uh, with nothing. And then London's pretty. This is actually it's pretty warm from what I remember of London. Yeah, it's, it's been a heat wave. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is not normal for us. But it's, it kind of sucks when it's this hot in London because we haven't got air conditioning yeah. anywhere. It's like you go on the tube and people are passing out left, right and center. Yeah, and really? Yeah. Like like it's a Michael Jackson concert. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's it's yeah. Oh, that's crazy. I it didn't know. Uh, like, it gets really horrible in uh, in my line of work because studio lighting is already really, right. really hot. And then you're stuck in a studio without any air conditioning. Right. And obviously have your makeup on and it just ends up on the it bottom just of your face. It starts melting. Yeah. Oh. Nobody needs to see that. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's one of the things. What was... The, they had this big uh, this big internet um, photo gallery, this sort of like uh, the, the, the porn makeup before and afters. This was like a thing that was going around for a while. And I didn't realize the uh, the amount of effort that goes into just that that look, and especially with the the eyelashes and all the things, yeah. it's like a, it's it's a whole I deal. I was on one shoot where they um, they were very particular about keeping the makeup good, so they were constantly going freeze and then stopping and, and run running in? on. <laughs> yeah, and they paint you back on. Yeah, but it's like when you're midway through the action, yeah. it's very complex. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so you say halt. You okay. had that awkward silence, where you're like making eye contact with everyone in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you just hold, and uh, nobody, nobody stroke. Leave the stroke. I guess. You, yeah, that's crazy. Um, so what else? So, so you've been in London how long? Uh, oh gosh, I've been in London nine years. Okay, yeah. very cool. But I, like, I've only been in the business for six years. I was at uni for the first three yeah. years. Yeah. So didn't really get to enjoy London that much when you're at uni because you're like broke. <laughs> right, right. And trying to figure the whole thing. The, the, one of my favorite things about about England, unlike a lot of places, well, London specifically, is that all the museums are free. Yeah. Which is fantastic. <laughs> like when I was here, that's what we did. We did uh, we did a course. Where we went to museums, looked at all the art, and then we just wrote papers. And it was fantastic. And then while I was here, the let's see. Would you have been? So while I was here, the, the British uh, Museum has a reading room. Which is fantastic. It's one of my pla one of my favorite places in London. It's been closed apparently for about ten years, so I'm not sure if anybody. So I went back and I didn't know that it was closed, and I was so disappointed because that's where oh. I went. That's where I would go. You go. Have you been to the British Museum? Yes. You go all the way through. You go to the middle, and then there's this. You know, there's sort of like this dome, yeah. sort of like lit up room, and then right inside of that is this like old school, like I don't know, 1700s, like 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 library, and it's fantastic. And it's closed. You, you sound so cultured. I it's know, like, right? When I lived in London. When I lived in London <laughs> for four months and didn't have any money. Yeah, okay, so my big so my big being broke thing when I was in London was I made this baked bean pasta. So I would take Hunt's, uh, like, uh, what are they? I guess you don't call them baked beans. What do you call them? Hunt's, uh, just the, like the kidney beans and the red sauce. Yeah. And then, I'd take the, and then I'd take pasta and I would cook them and I would mix them together. And I convinced myself that this was a real meal and that there was protein in it. And then I would put and then I would like hit it with as much Parmesan cheese as I could. And when you mix it up, it makes a terrible sound. And then I would eat it hot and I would eat it cold. What, what's your big like broke college meal that like made you get through the whole thing? I was quite big on just microwaving a lot of chickpeas. Okay. Yeah, because if you eat enough chickpeas, it keeps you full for a real long Is that, time. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the same idea. Yeah, we're both yeah. eating beans. We're like, yeah, I'm full, I'm full. Yeah. Oh, that's great. 
but I was great for like losing weight, but yeah, <laughs> probably not so good. Like, for, look, like, I'm losing uh, all this weight. You're like, yeah, you're starving yeah, yourself. Malnutrition. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Do you do anything now? Like, what's your what's your diet plan now? How do you maintain um, whatever you're trying to? I, I try to be vegan. Okay. Yeah. I like this. I like I'm this. <laughs> I like this honesty. Nobody. So in the U.S., nobody. Nobody has this level of honesty. They like get very angry about being vegan and about how you're not vegan, yeah. and then they pretend <laughs> as if they've never cheated. Yeah. No, I'm definitely a very unethical vegan. I, I cave a lot. Yeah. So when was the last time you caved? Today. Today. It's not even. <laughs> It's 118. How did you cave today? Oh, gosh. I went I went to Starbucks and I got myself an almond latte and then they have them chocolate coins on there. Yeah. Oh, it's just too tempting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, so you didn't eat meat, though. You ate dairy. So yeah. that's... Yeah, I don't... And truthfully, the, the amount of dairy in a little chocolate coin is... Yeah. It's mostly <laughs> just sugar. Yeah. That's how I try to justify it. It's like yeah. milk powder. It's chocolate's uh, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, none of the food, none of the food is food. Although here, I was saying, like, I uh, th- randomly there was a there was another comedian in town. I, I I bumped into him the other day. I just I went to one of the shows and he was there and I was like, holy shit, you know, New York's infiltrating everywhere. And he was saying that he's been like sick for like three days eating the food here. And I was like, um, and he like, you know, he's just in a, he's in Americans. He's doing this thing. He's like, is it, do you think it's the waters, whatever? And I was like, I think it's just that it's real food. <laughs> I think like you're probably in the U.S. and in New York like used to eating like food that doesn't have any food in it. So now when you it's like when you go to like a beautiful place outside of a city and you try to breathe and you're, like <laughs> you start coughing because your body's never had like pure oxygen. Yeah. So in the U.S. everything yeah every and then Starbucks everything is sort of um, sugar, sugar, <laughs> poison yeah fake food yeah wait so okay so I, so I did like that when I went to the states that like you get like real portions at every restaurant yeah. Th- yeah, so I like how you call it real portions. <laughs> it feels like you too much your food. Money's worth. Yeah, well, yeah, because you have to. Li- they have to then leave with a box. Yeah. Yeah. What's the um? Where did you go when you went to the U.S.? Oh, I've been to uh, I've been to New York, um, and I've been to Florida, and I've been to San Francisco. Interesting, interesting choices. Actually, that's 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 my that's my couple month plan right there. Actually, as soon as I go home, I'm going to San Francisco. But what is um? Why why are those the three places? New York, I get it. And it's most of most of the London flights actually go through New York, so you can't even avoid it if you wanted to, right? Yeah. What's in Florida? Uh, well, Florida, I I had to go with the the sisters to take them to Disneyland. Oh <laughs> wow! What did you think? Um, it was very overwhelming. Yes, in oh, a good okay. way or a bad way? Um, a bit of both. Yeah. Like, uh, cause I'd been to the the Disney in um Paris before. Okay. Which is like a much more manageable kind of. Yeah, park. I don't know. I'm not familiar <laughs> with that park. Yeah. But then, uh, it's, yeah, when I got to, uh, like, y- you could literally spend, like, half a year in Disney right. World in Florida. Right, right, you right. You'd still be seeing new things and doing new things, like, every yeah. day. And there was, uh, I definitely needed, like, a Disney detox after that. Okay. So was, uh, yeah. <laughs> now, did you stay, like, did you stay on the property? No, no. So, no, last no. time I was down there, I stayed on the property, and everything's sort of connected. And it's like, you look at it, and you go, oh, I, they, they've made it so I can... I don't have to leave. And not even that, like, it's hard to leave. Yeah. Like, I'm a prisoner <laughs> at Disney because they want all of my money. And I, I just don't get this thing. It's like, uh, you know, I came out here and I owned South Africa for, for comedy, but um, 
I meet these people and they go to Epcot, which is one of the Disney yeah. parks, and they like go to all these little things. And like, there's a Thailand stand, and then there's a Switzerland stand, and then there's a Czech Republic stand. This is just I'm using these for the, <laughs> and uh, and they're like and they like get like a, a a thing. They'll get like a meatball from a thing, and they'll get whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Switzerland. I guess you get chocolate, whatever. And so they get the things, and they're like, oh, I, I like, and they'll drink, and they're like, oh, I drank around the world. And then you look, I get the same kind of thing. You look at the bill, and you go. You actually could have gone to Switzerland yeah. <laughs> for what you just spent hanging out at Disneyland and hanging out at the parks and those sort of thing. And people, I just don't understand. This is like an American thing that you just, you never actually get actual culture. You get like, you get like the Cliff's Notes version of it. Yeah. I like, oh, here in uh, Britain, we like to criticize the Americans for not traveling. Yeah. But it must be so like hard for you guys to travel over here because it's, it's a long flight everything is really expensive and then everything is just a shrunken version yeah our meal portions are like half or twice the price and like yeah it, it must be quite a disappointment it's uh, a <laughs> london i i'm like still i have this like romantic thing about london still because it, it's where i sort of like i don't know not invented myself but it's again it's like i was 19 years old when I got here, and I just, uh, I figured it out. I figured out how to be a, a human. So I, it's like, it's kind of like when I go to, I'm Italian. So when I go to Italy, it's just sort of like, I'm spending all this money, but I'm looking around, and people are speaking Italian, and I'm like, oh, this is, this is fantastic. I don't know. <laughs> this is just great. Um, but I think I think a lot of people are afraid. I think people are afraid of it. I think people yeah. are afraid of traveling. I think people are afraid of change. I guess, like, I mean, if, if, if you live in Britain, if you want to, go on a beachy holiday you have to go abroad you have to go somewhere yeah. everyone speaks Spanish so like from a from an early age we're used to traveling around like it's fairly normal for me to just hop on a plane and go and like shoot in a different country and come back yeah and just, like spend like one night somewhere yeah else yeah and, yeah you know because it's yeah it's sort of ingrained in our culture traveling yeah well and then just from a proximity standpoint it's easy enough like my brother's out here and he went to Amsterdam for the weekend and then yeah. he just came back it's super easy and it's like when you look at it from a global perspective, you're like, oh, that's crazy. You went to another country like yesterday? That's crazy. But, yeah, there's, that's something I love about this thing. And I think I think um, I really like that my brother and, and me both sort of caught our independence here because I think he's going to I think he's going to try to hang. I think he's trying to hang here for a couple of years and just sort of hop around and yeah. do Europe, which I think is cool. When you come from like the United States and you're from sort of a smaller like town, you know, even though we're in New York state, we're not, we, we're not from the city. So then you just have this inherently tiny view of the world. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. No, that's the same for me. It's like, that's why I needed to leave Iceland because I never really felt like I fitted in because everything's very uniform. Yeah. So few people that well, everyone's sort of on the same committee. Yeah. Belt well, explain that. What is that? What does that look like? Uh, like very kind of like suburbia attitude to life yeah. it's like everyone's quite like well off and uh, educated and stuff but there's uh, everyone you just are meant to go and do your proper thing yeah like and if you are in any way different or want to do something different there's n- there's no one else doing anything different so you feel quite isolated yeah. and alone whereas like when i came to london i was like you can literally do anything. Yeah. And nothing will shock them. Yeah, every yeah, everybody's <laughs> doing something crazy. Like I saw, it's just it's funny because because I've been in New York for for I think what is it now fourteen years, twelve years, um, 
Like there was a lady yesterday uh, in 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 Shoreditch just yelling at the top of her lungs at these at these like four like twenty year old girls and they were just like appalled and I was like welcome to a big city I was like it's, it's just like New York this is great it's like if I don't see that on a deal and it's homeless people you know it's just like it's all it's all of the thing and there's people that are like homeless on purpose there's people that are living in the boats there's people yeah. living in the tents on that little on that little canal yeah. and things like that I, I used to live in uh, when I. When I first moved like into London, because I used to always live on the outskirts, and when I moved into London, I moved to a converted warehouse. Oh, so wow. It's like a warehouse community. Yeah, with that's loads great. Of and like you squatters, or are you paying money? Uh, or? We were actually paying rent. I think it all originally started as a squat, and yeah. the council didn't like it at right, all. Right, right, right. But um, it becomes such a community because there were all these abandoned warehouses, and in every single one, there's multiple people living. And then we'd have like, you know, our online groups and we'd like throw on events and all sorts oh, of things there were so many creatives and it's like what it's like what i dreamt about what new york was supposed to be and then was already done by the time i got there yeah. by the time i got to new york like there was one more year of people squatting in apartments in, in in dumbo and then sort of it got taken over and became the most expensive neighborhood in in, in new york or in, well, in brooklyn um that sounds fantastic yeah and i do fear the same thing is happening in london like they're always trying to crack down on these things yeah and like especially with the city becoming so popular and so expensive yeah like it's just you just run out of space like everywhere we've been yeah. so everywhere my brother's been staying is like is they're putting up new buildings there's cranes everywhere i go um so it's uh, yeah, it's it's just one of these like expansion problems. I don't know, but then last time I was out here, I mean, this is twelve this is twelve years ago, and even like the what's this building, the um, the shard hadn't been built yet. So even like the idea of like crazy skyscrapers didn't really exist yet in London. It's just so it's so crazy to see what happens in twelve years. Um, the uh, what is it? I guess fourteen years for here. What's the um, I think the uh, one of the main skyscrapers at the time when I was here was the, was the Gherkin, yeah, which is the sort of the phallic building, and now there's like. Ten more. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of nuts. There's some. Well, so, what neighborhood are you in? Um, Without giving up too much. <laughs> um, I'm quite far down in the southwest. Okay. So yeah, um, I was in um, near Camden. Okay. Um, and like I love that neighborhood. Yeah. But I was essentially living in a Harry Potter cupboard and paying <laughs> the rent for <laughs> right, like right, a right. proper house. So yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I was kind of pissed out of that there, like everybody else. Yeah, like the rent was just getting ridiculous. There's yeah. something fun about that, right? When you're when you're like struggling and young, and then eventually uh, you start to grow up, and you're like, "This is stupid. I'd rather yeah. I'd rather just I'd rather get a little <laughs> bit more quiet, a little bit more space, and, and chill." I also like because I travel so much for work. I feel a bit like cheated if I if I'm right. for an expensive property that I'm never at. And little things is like once I've been traveling and I come home, I want to be able to take a bath. And that's a square meter you don't want to be paying for in Camden. Right, right. So it's like just the fact that I live somewhere now where I can have a bathtub is like yeah, yeah, yeah. such a luxury. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's where I'm at. I, this year, this year sort of got away away from me. I, I um, from January, I I went to I went to South Africa, Vegas, and then sort of I've been on the road ever since. I was on the road for a month in February, March, April, uh, and then now I'm here. It's like I've I think I've been in my own apartment a total of four days. Yeah. So far, it's kind of nuts, um, and it, it kind of bums me out a little bit. It's like I don't. I, it's like uh, it's uh, people were like, "Oh, how do you do that? Like, how do you like? How do you maintain sanity and when you go place to place and you don't get to be home all the time?" I've I've always been like a bit of a nomad. Like I, um, oh, someone's trying to come. Somebody's trying to get in. Yeah, I think they're trying to <laughs> deliver food. You've always been sort of a nomad. Uh, yeah, I've always like. Um, I, I can't stay still. Too yeah. Long. If I if I'm at home for like three days in a row, I just get like yeah fever. So uh, I 
I purposely move house every year. I don't no shit. Do. I just, I just oh. need something new. So. I do the I do the opposite. <laughs> I've sort of started hoarding because because I'm traveling so much. I just want to come home and and know that everything is covered, and it's there, and I have it somewhere. I might have to look for four hours to find it, but it's it's there somewhere. Yeah, that's interesting. Do you, uh, this is the one that that people always uh, get me on is like, oh, don't you get homesick? I don't have that. I don't have that emotion. I don't. I don't know why that's a thing. No, I've I've never understood it. Like I I moved over to the UK like without my family when I was sixteen and never got home. Yeah, like, it was like I think the most I missed was like certain foods, and now you've got the internet, you can just order it. Yeah. Just well, wait, wait. So, w- so what were foods in Iceland that you can get that you can't get here? Uh, a lot of the, like sweets. Okay. Like kind of sweets from childhood. Interesting. So yeah, 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 yeah. And now, like every time I go to any Scandinavian country, I. I because they all have the same kind of distributors. Yeah. So, like, run in, and I feel like I'm a kid at the Get candy the store again. Like. Yeah. Well, you literally <laughs> are, yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, the, um, I don't know. So, uh, otherwise, what do you do? Like, I, I've sort of, I've made up this thing in my head about, like, coffee and that being sort of, like, how I maintain sanity and this and that. Like, what do you have? You wake up in a new place. What What do you have to do to feel like you're yourself no matter where you are? Connect to the internet. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's very honest millennial answer. <laughs> like I have to connect just get to the on, internet. Just get on Instagram. Like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, then, yeah, they, I mean, I, I'm not sure I could do this like back in the day before the internet. Yeah. When you had to like, you know, put money in the payphone. Like that would, right. would have been a lot different. <laughs> right. When I was here the first time, yeah, it was like, uh, it was it was a calling card. I got like, I got some, you know, some like burner, we call it a burner cell phone. I don't know why that's like, that's like if you're committing crimes, but it was just like, it was like a, you know, you buy the cell phone, you throw it out. And, um, and yeah, I, I had to put in like a 25 digit number, then call my family on like a 25 digit <laughs> number only to be like, what? How? Yes, I'm good. How are you? It's crazy. Like, you know, now I was on, I was on WhatsApp the other day for my, my grandma's like 87th birthday. I just like, I just got like yeah. Skyped in <laughs> and my grandma doesn't use the phone. So she's holding it like, she's holding it like at her chest and she's like, it's like looking up at her and she's like, I look fat. And I was like, grandma, everybody looks fat from that <laughs> angle. I was like, if you put me at that angle, I have nine chins. I'm like, try, I was like trying to show her how to like the, like the, the young girls do the thing in the air. That That's the proper, like, uh, like mom using smartphone thing. Though, isn't yeah. It? Like this. It's like a lot. It's like a lot of like uh, squinty. Yeah. And it's like, what is what? What do you want? Um, yeah. Okay, that's so that's good. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, what about? I mean, is there anything? Is there anything? I mean, is there? I mean, the vegan thing is is sort of why and why have you decided to go vegan? Um, I'm. Uh, <laughs> when I'm not being all a glamorous porn star, I'm quite like into like sustainability. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Saving the planet. Okay. So uh, that was the original thing was to. Uh, you know, help help the environment by yeah. going vegan and like reduce plastic and all of this. It, it that is the hardest thing about traveling. It's the amount of times you end up at an airport or a train station and there's just like no other option. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm to eat. Yeah, to eat and you know, you have to take plastic everything. Yeah. And just like I feel bad for I'm trying my best. Yeah, <laughs> we we can we can only do so much. Yeah. I I was so vigilant about what I was doing from a meal plan standpoint when I came in January that I remember I was traveling for 30 hours straight uh because I did I did that I did that sort of weird um drop off in Zurich for 20 it was like it was like a oh, it was a 12 hour 12 hour layover in Zurich, sorry. So I went through whatever and I, I think I just didn't eat in sort of almost that entire time from the airport all the way until Zurich. 
uh, I just avoided all the food. And I was like, and I was like, I'm doing fasting and I'm doing this and I'm that. And I was like crushing it. And then, and then the other day I was just so exhausted. They like brought me, they literally brought me a plate of like carbs and sugar. And I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just, fuck, yeah, just, just shove it in you my know, head. I, I do this a lot. I go like, oh, because I'm tra- traveling, it'll be so easy to avoid food and like yeah. get back on the dieting. But then you're always there, just like you know, you just energy levels go down. And suddenly yeah. you're like a McDonald's appears. Yeah, you're like, so. well, this is. I don't want to <laughs> walk anymore. I'm just gonna go to this. This will yeah. solve the problem. Yeah, well, there's this fun thing that we can do. We can like, we can like make up um, any excuse. That like suits our suits our needs. This is this is what's this is what's great about being a human, is we just go well. Today's different, and tomorrow tomorrow I'll get back on track. Yeah, it's, it's, it's always Monday. Yeah, you know, there's always Monday. Monday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it's it's so it's Monday, and then you break, it and you're like, well, whatever, man. I gotta break it the rest of the week because it doesn't start back up till Monday yep. again. That's <laughs> funny. It's just week by week. What? Okay, so so you broke it with with dairy. Theoretically, Theoretically. I, w- I would argue that that milk chocolate is f- you're fine. <laughs> we have um, a complicated relationship. Have you do you have you ever, I mean, are you accidentally eating meat? No, I, mean, you're, you're, I mean, you're using the term accident sort of. No, it's only one kind of meat I like. OK. All right. Fair enough. Oh, <laughs> shit. Um, well, so do you eat fish? And um, that was a, that was a hard one because I, I used to eat fish. And yeah. I don't eat fish OK, that. interesting. So how do you find yeah. so then you're basically you're back on the chickpea thing to find your protein and, and your. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Chickpeas is busy. Back, back to my uni. Chickpeas diet. is your is your old mistress. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I think I will eventually crack on the fish thing. Like yeah. that's that's like a struggle every day. Maybe it'll be like Christmas or something. And you'll have a fish. Yeah. You're like, oh, like I'm gonna treat like myself. It's yeah. Christmas. I mean, Christmas is already like an awkward conversation with all family members. When yeah. Like <laughs> and that. Oh, by the way, that's not just you. That is everyone. That is globally. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what your profession is. It's 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 so it's so annoying. Nobody knows what you're doing, and they have to try to fill in the blanks so that they don't look. D- they'll start the conversation, and so that they don't look dumb, yeah. they'll start <laughs> to try to fill in the blanks. Um, and then they also sort of like so that they also don't look dumb. They don't they don't want to know that much, and because uh, they want to feel like they but they but they, they they just leave not knowing anything about you. That's sort of what Christmas is. What, yeah. uh, what you said you're not Christian because you were in that church, but what, so what's your? Um, no, I'm just uh, just born and raised atheist. Oh, um, I think that's quite common in that's Iceland. Ho- really? Like, yeah, I think it's I think it's the most atheist country in the world. Interesting. And 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 to be atheist just sort of claims that there. This is it. This is just do the thing. Yeah. And yeah. now does that so does that <laughs> does that p- does that put people in a uh, in a higher position for suicide or a lower position for suicide? Gosh, I think Iceland also tops in the suicide rate. Yeah, but I do think that's because there's no sunshine there. Yeah, it that is, is so yeah. depressing. You need it. She's yeah, stuck on this rock in the North Atlantic. Yep, the weather is always bad. Yep, um, the sun never comes out. There's barely any other people. Like this sounds great. I sh- I'm, I'm I'm so glad I'm I'm so glad I'm I'm not going. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Iceland's worst advert. Loads of people go to me, oh, isn't Iceland amazing? I was like, I left 11 years ago yeah. and never uh, returned. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. It was good. I, w- I, did, I did the thing. I did all the Iceland things, and yeah. then I left. Yeah. That's great. So does your family come here? No, no, no. I came over here myself. But do they, I'm saying, do they come and do they visit? Oh, they and visit, they? Yeah. yeah. They visit me. Um, they like to come here for shopping. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Got a lot of females in the family, so. Yeah. <laughs> shopping. London, London shopping. Like, yeah. London shopping. It's sort of like a fashion capital in the world, isn't it? So is it what? London sort of a fashion Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. Place, yeah. yeah. Is uh, is Iceland not a fashiony place? 
Well, th th there's never actually good enough weather to wear anything fashionable. Oh, that's funny. You know, everyone's yeah. just in big coats. And yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. So I saw it came on there. It was the first news the other day that the heat went up to 14 degrees and people oh. were sunbathing. bathing. Like 14 degrees Celsius. Yeah. Like as uh, here, people would be wearing like woolly jumpers and right, stuff. Right, right. Like wearing shorts, <laughs> like this is my chance. Yeah, yeah I come from an inherently uh, cold place in Syracuse, and so when I don't know what's the conversion when it, you know when it'll be like fifty or sixty, there's always like that one kid who just like puts shorts on. Um, I don't know what's fifty, probably ten. Um, there's always just that one guy, and you're like, why are you doing this to yourself? Yeah. And you're like, no, this is this is great. This is this is, <laughs> this is what this is what summer's about. I went to I went to Canada in. February and um, I used to live over there and uh, it was minus 30 Celsius like really cool yeah like everyone's beard freezing and stuff and everyone had those baraclavas on what is that um like you know the m the hat you wear when you rob a bank when yeah. you only see the eyes yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's so cold right because like you, yeah because you can't let because you can't <laughs> even let your like mouth touch the yeah. outside one it of those days where you get th where you throw ice in the air and it freezes <laughs> Yeah, it was it was crazy. It just feel really sorry for people who work in a bank in Canada. They must never know. Oh, that's they funny. They must expect like the worst yeah, every yeah. time. <laughs> that's me walking out. It's like fashion. Fashion here must just be dead. Like yeah. every fashion show. Wait, must where just were be you in Canada? Uh, Calgary. Okay, very cool. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, you wouldn't want to run a fashion store there in right. the winter. So. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or I a like makeup counter. I like anything. that. <laughs> I like that idea. That's fun. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. You gotta. You you have to like completely cover. There, I mean, there are places where if your skin even touches the air, yeah, it's not skin anymore. Yeah, negative thirty is is crazy. Negative thirty is 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 insane on on either end of the spectrum because it's yeah. also negative twenty. Um, what was I gonna say? So yeah, so fifty. Yeah, fifty is ten. Look at that. I nailed it. Oh, uh, that's really 50 good. Is 10, that's yeah. really good. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> Okay, so I interestingly enough, we were we were we were donated the space. We're at the Bill Murray at the Angel Comedy Club. Do you do you partake in any comedy experiences in in London? I do actually go to stand up comedy sometimes. Nice. Yeah, it's like it's another mecca for comedy. There's so many clubs. Yeah, and a lot of them are like free. There's a lot of like kind of where comedians come to practice. Okay, so at the end of every po every podcast, I tell people to pay for their porn. So pay for your comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Because that's important. <laughs> that's so well, funny. Because like, a lot of them are free because the comedians are kind of testing their jokes. Yes. So like you, well, that's you, not you really can, why it's free. It's, it's free because they're abusing us and they're and they're taking advantage of us. And we and and comedy is a, is a disease, and we have to get on stage. This is great. This has never actually come up. <laughs> the reason why I started the podcast because I saw similarities in the porn industry and the comedy industry, and this is one I had completely neglected, where people think they don't have to pay for porn, people think they don't have to pay yeah. for comedy. There's <laughs> something weird about these worlds that we that we uh, circle in. I think that in in, in Porn is, a, I, I feel like there's a lot of things that porn is doing that like the music industry has been doing for a while now, which is like just changing where you get in the money. Yeah. So we'll explain. Like, so obviously like a lot of like people always think that like my scenes like pay so much. And right. Stuff. It's like for those days are gone. Yeah. But the money is coming in different ways. So like if I do a scene for a big company, my name is out there. Right. And that directs traffic to my social media where right. I can then sell people like personalized, personalized clips, stuff. 
or like Skype shows. Yeah, everybody's kind of had like to become their own director, uh, actor, yeah. like writer, all the things, you know, l like uh, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, director of photography, like yeah. all the things you have to be to really make it in the business. And com I mean, comedy's in the same way. If you can if you can acquire a million followers on Twitter, they just give you television shows. I mean, yeah. this is the world that we live in now. It's sort of, it's sort of strange. It's just more that like all the money is coming in little bits from yeah. loads of places right. rather than just like the one. And like I music has been doing this for ages. Yeah. Like, you know, musicians couldn't no longer sell just CDs. Yeah. They like do shows and they have to go and like, you know, well, every music, every, every musician in the U.S. basically just tried to become a movie star because that's, that's <laughs> the only place that actually pays money anymore. Um, it is. It's an interesting thing. I wonder if comedians will ever get the hint and just start selling a personalized content. Actually, you know what? Uh, I know someone who does that. This this woman in uh, uh, shout out Libby Higgins. She had this fantastic viral video that went uh, uh, absolutely ballistic. She got like fifty million hits on this thing about me. She was like she was like talking about McDonald's and the McRib and how she had to throat punch this woman. Uh, she the, the one of the taglines is "Excuse me, bitch." Because uh, this woman tells her she can't have another McRib. Anyway, she came up with this character, and then she does these personalized videos. And she'll sit, she'll sit uh, on on like a Thursday and make like twenty personalized videos yeah. for people. And like, so that's the that is the equivalent of yeah. of like making a, a personalized porn at this point. That's crazy. That's that's what a weird world we've we've yeah. decided to create. And I guess like with ad revenue as well, like because I see a lot of comedians on um, things like YouTube and sure. Stuff. Yeah. So that, that way yeah. If you can get a YouTube like video to go crazy, yeah, yeah. of course. But you, but but the thing that you'll notice about things like that is that uh, the stand-up itself doesn't generally isn't generally the thing that they're making because the stand-up stand-up is such a specific art form that it's almost like you need to be in the room to get the full experience. Yeah. You can watch stand-up on TV and sort of like not be into it and like not be paying attention, and yeah. it's like, but when you're in the room, you can't ignore that person. You know that person is is, is talented and they're a phenom. But there's something about the, the medium of television and YouTube and the phone and the whole thing now where it's like if anything else is going on, yeah. you're missing like the, the real yeah. uh, talent of this person and the real comedy. Nah, I, love, I love going to stand-up uh, stand nights. It's like one of my favorite things to do in London. No, no shit. No, very <laughs> cool. Well, now I, now, I, now I see why you responded to all my requests. Um, I just hate when they sit me on the front because I just sit there and it's like, don't talk to me. Don't talk yeah, to it's don't a, so... So generally speaking, I would say the front's going to be fine. But I would say for someone in your industry, it is particularly yeah. uh, troublesome. Yeah. Because if you do get to the what do you do, then you either have to lie and then we can sort of tell that you're lying or you have to tell the truth, which also sounds like a lie. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and it's like and then the other problem is once once that happens, a comedian knows that we don't get the spotlight anymore. All anybody's going to want to know is what more about you. So that is a tough one. So I would, yeah. I wonder if there, I wonder if there's like a, there's like a, there's like a side way to do it. Because if we, because if people go, I don't want to sit in the front, and then we're always like, well, it's going to be fine. Nothing's going to happen. Just sit in the front. Uh, but I wonder if, uh, if if we should have people come in. And you just go, listen. This is what I do. Can you just see me? Yeah. Just for just for everybody. <laughs> have these like chairs for people who can't be talked to. Just for the show. Just this is why. This is what I do. I but might just speak Icelandic at them and pretend I have no clue. Yeah, I like that. that. Oh, that's a good move. That's a great move. That's a great move. Yeah, so wait, so does any of your family, so they, they only speak Icelandic? Yeah, they all speak English okay. as well. And then is, is that is that part of, uh, again, dumb American. Is, this, <laughs> uh, is, that part, is that part of school you learn? You learn, you learn English, yeah. English, Icelandic. 
you like Icelandic is the primary language, but you learn English from a young age now, like with the internet as well. Yeah, like everyone's fluent. Like my English was atrocious when I came over here first. Interesting. It was absolutely. You and, and you I have a bit of an accent too, because <laughs> yeah. you learned it here. And then also, I moved to Scotland of all places. Yeah, this is like hard enough for English people to understand. So right. I, like my really basic English that I knew at the time was absolutely useless. Yeah, so I could say like, uh, like hi, how are you? But I could only understand the reply, I am good, thank you. Oh, wow. If they replied in any other way, that wasn't what the textbook said. Yeah. So it's... Uh, yeah, the accents out here are... are, so are ver and then from what I understood initially, it was like very specific to like a particular neighborhood maybe. And then you go to Scotland, it's a whole other thing. You go to Ireland, it's a whole other thing. South Africa accents, there's... there's, there's a, I mean, because there's... 12 languages sort of freely spoken and some of them mirror English some of them mirror Dutch and it's sort of uh, uh, it's 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 crazy trying to just hear the 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 simplest and it's like sometimes 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 you're like you like you know they're saying something that you should understand and you're just staring at them and you're like I just need you to say that one more time yeah because something about my brain is not picking up on where the accents are and what's happening I don't know any at all what this word is does somebody what did Somebody asked me for oranges, oranges once in New York when I was still a waiter. And I was like so confused. And I brought this guy oranges and he wanted orange juice. Yeah. But I made him repeat it to me a couple of times. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I got you. No problem. I'll get you some oranges. And uh, he wanted orange juice. Uh, it's just it's just one of these things. Yeah, we have that within in Britain a lot. Where we can't understand each other. Yeah. Like, I I still really struggle with people from like Liverpool. OK. Have yeah. No clue what they're saying. Yeah. And I, yeah. I I always I can always play the foreign card. <laughs> yeah. Like do people so do people can people pick out that you're doing it's just weird for me cuz now you're mixing two different things. So can people pick out that you're do that you're speaking British English through an Icelandic accent? Uh, most people in so most people in Britain they notice there's something weird about my accent. Yeah. But a lot of them they just think I'm from like Wales okay. or somewhere like yeah, somewhere yeah. around. Um it it was amazing when I uh, when I was living in Canada because I'd go to everyone's like, oh yeah, I'm I'm from the UK and they just believe it. Yeah. And I was like, yes, finally. That's great. <laughs> oh, that's great. But over here, yeah, it's and and it's always that like awful moment where like they stop me midway through a sentence and go, where's your accent? From? What? Yeah, what's happening? <laughs> and, and then I go like, oh, I'm 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 from Iceland, and then they disregard everything I was about to say and oh, go that's on great. Instagram and show me all of the pictures <laughs> of the there on holiday. Oh, that's so great! <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> and there are few like Iceland facts that knew from school. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's something about this is the thing. This is the thing about humanity. There's something about it where you just we just wanna we just find wanna find some connection point, uh, and we all just want to feel. This is what I, this is what I love about comedy. And then also it's sort of it, it maybe plays itself out in porn. Is just sort of like we're all we're all humans, we're all flawed, and we're all just a thing. And we all just want to find something. This is this was the whole goal of going to South Africa and doing comedy other places was was to make sure that what I'm talking about is universal. Yeah. Like I don't want I don't ever want my comedy to be so specific to like a neighborhood, an area, to like a 500 mile radius that like that like it's not funny to the rest of the world. Uh, so there's just something about yeah when we meet somebody from another place. We just start. We gotta stop doing that. We gotta stop doing that. Yeah, like my buddy used to have this thing where he uh, he was from Nashville. He's got the Southern accent, Nashville, Tennessee. He moves to New York, and then uh, his people start talking to him like, "Hey, man, where are you from?" And he's like, "I'm from Tennessee." And they're like, "Oh, I got a cousin that lives in Florida." <laughs> and he's like, "What are we? What are we doing here? We're just naming states." Like, there's this thing, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, like people do that with me all the time. It's like, "Oh, when I was on holiday, I met someone from Iceland." Yeah. <laughs> 
Like, do you know him? Yeah. His name was Brian. <laughs> we we still do have this in the UK that it happens to a lot of us when we're in the States where it goes to, have you met the Queen? Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we don't... That's a common question. Yeah, we don't have any We don't have any real viewpoint of, what, of what's going on because all we did was we went to Disneyland and that's how we learned about England and Iceland and everywhere else. <laughs> we, went, we went on the ride. It's a small world after all. And well, if it's done on the ride... Then we don't know ab- it about the world. I like to believe, though, that these people think that I'm just casually having tea with a queen yeah. every now and then. They're like, yeah. they're like me and Lizzie are best buddies. Yeah, but then, but then it sort of diminishes it too, right? Because then it's like, because then it's like, then we think everybody's just going to do that. So you're not even, you're not even uh, particularly special. In, in Iceland, this is the case. We have a president, and um, he is just like an ordinary person who just goes to the ordinary shop. Yeah. And um, like our prime minister flies economy, and nobody's ever heard, heard of a bodyguard. No shit. Because it's so small, we are all related. Yeah. These are all our aunts and uncles. So yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. It would be really weird for them to suddenly walk around. Interesting to say <laughs> that. Interesting to say that in a positive way, because then basically you're just saying it's just it's just a whole bunch of incest. That's what you're saying. Oh, there, there's an app where you can check how <laughs> is related that true? you are to the people. Oh, this is yeah. real. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so we have a thing called Six Degrees of se- Kevin Bacon. Six Degrees of Separation in the U.S., where we sort of everybody can be everybody can be traced back to Kevin Bacon through movies where everybody can be traced back to somebody like six steps of separation but for you guys you're saying it's like it's like two steps we are all listening to the same person oh that's so funny (laughs) oh that's great and terrible at the same time yeah it's it's really small it's got three hundred thousand people yeah the whole place the whole place it's a whole nation the whole thing own language own currency own everything and i'm dying to go i'm really dying to go (laughs) i really uh i i kind of i kind of made a mistake and i wasn't able to go this trip Uh, i'm I'm actually rooting through morocco now to to do the Ah. exact same trip because uh, basically I was good and I was and I was an opportunity to go through to go through Reykjavik but it basically people were like if you go th- if you go for one day you're 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 basically selling yourself short mm. so you got to go for a couple of days do the thing yeah you go 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 and like rent a car yeah, and drive go, to yeah, see drive some glaciers up, and do stuff. some stuff yeah right what's that area what's that area where the glaciers uh, my buddy told me about the golden circle does yeah. that sound like a thing that's yeah. that's where like hiking is and then there's another one like another two hours north of that yeah it's a whole fiasco yeah uh, I actually I. This reminds me, actually, I got there's comedy uh, in Reykjavik. I, I actually got myself yeah. a show for Monday, but I got I got to cancel that show because I'm not going to be able to get there. But um, so, do you do you feel that the comedy in in uh, in Iceland is catching up at all to England, or have you seen any of it? Uh, have you? I've just heard, like, obviously, I, I moved away like 11 years ago. Yeah. But I have heard that there are comedy nights, and there's lots of like um, comedy in English. Like, we finally got tourism, so we finally yeah. got some. Uh, other people to kind of bounce back from and I think that is making everything a lot better Um, an Icelandic comedian came over here I saw him perform in London in English yeah uh, doing like Icelandic comedy and it was brilliant yeah it's like I was I was a bit skeptical when that happened. I was like, oh, like Icelandic people aren't very funny. But oh, interesting. I think it's changing a lot with how it's like becoming more international. Yeah. So it's, uh, they're allowing themselves to like laugh at themselves. Yeah, and so sprinkling in all this stuff. So wait, so is there any is there any porn in Iceland? No. Can't do it. <laughs> Not possible. It's um, it's a very um, feminazi country. Okay, interesting, <laughs> interesting. Uh, so yeah, there's. There's not even strip clubs. Okay. There's not even like um, topless magazines or anything. Interesting. See, now we're in a weird place in the world where I feel like people are uh, are making the feminist argument for porn and for uh, yeah. sex workers, rather than rather than like, oh well, if you know, if I have this feminist view, then then this thing shouldn't exist where we where we use women to exploit their bodies. But it's like, but no, no, no. Like I'm in control of my body. I get to do what I want with this. So now we're in this like we're in this teeter. Yeah. So it's interesting. That's how I came into porn, actually, was that um, for a really long time, ever since I was a teenager, I was very, like, um, 
are always arguing for porn and for sex work and yeah. like kind of like letting women choose what to do with their bodies. And yeah. I always found it a bit hypocritical that the same people go tell women like you can't tell a woman what to do, but then they go, but you can't do all of these right, things. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, there's it's this a, it's a bit of a uh, there's these weird there's these weird like hops in in every sort of uh, I- idea and idealism. Like there's there's like you say the the thing at its at its core. But then in practice, yeah. the gap between the practice, like the definition of it in its truest form and what happens in real life is humongous. And it, and it, om- it almost goes the complete opposite. It's, it's very strange. Yeah. And that was like in Iceland, I was always told that like everyone who works in like any form of sex work um, was being forced and it was all like, right. you know. So right. That's, I think that's, w- that's the idea we have everywhere. Yeah. Is, that like, is that like somebody is in control of this person somewhere yeah. <laughs> and like they're being manipulated and they're mind fucked. Yeah, there's like you know you have this kind of stereotype of this uh, like drugged up girl. Yeah, being, like, and look, sex this traffic. And this and happens, right? And th- and there's a history of this, right? Uh, but yeah. by and large, at this point in time, people that are involved uh, yeah. have a have a a very clear understanding of what's going on and a very yeah. um, uh, like accurate. Uh, I don't know cultivation of what they're doing. Yeah, and I mean, they, I mean, these kind of exploitations happen in every line of work. Sure. It happens in like labor yeah. work. It happens in like most factories around right. the world. Like someone is being exploited, but it doesn't mean that the whole industry is bad. Right. And I feel like in Iceland, particularly, they take the standpoint because they don't have this industry. Yeah. So it's very easy for them to look at like one bad example and go, "Oh, it must all be like that." Right. Right. Whereas, like, well, that's I mean, that's how you make an argument, isn't it? You find the worst possible yeah. thing, you cram it in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> right, and you break apart the things that are good about it, and you sort of send those away, and you go, "Yes, but it's and, and it's hard. It's this." Yeah, and then in London, everyone's like a lot more open-minded. There's the whole thing with like nothing shocks. Yeah, in London, and here it's become so acceptable. Like I never. I never feel like I have to lie about my profession or right. anything. It's just like everyone just goes, "Oh yeah, cool." Yeah, like it's great. It's yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Uh, it's not such a taboo anymore. Yeah, I feel like we would have that in New York, but um, but porn doesn't really happen in New York. Porn, you know, porn's yes. in in Vegas. It's in L.A. It's in it's in Miami. Just from a weather standpoint, yeah. which is interesting. It, it is interesting that there's an industry in London considering that this is this is the weather. <laughs> oh, we do we do fly a lot. To yeah. uh, to Southern Europe. To yeah. Shoot. <laughs> yeah. What are the like? What are the hot spots? What's what is like um, the the porn capital? If Vegas is is in L.A. is the U.S. What is the porn capital of Europe? Is it really? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, it's, it's Budapest. For like your kind of standard porn, like, you know, um, obviously. Define the standard, standard porn. porn. Like, you know, the story of like, you know, the builder comes around and she just can't pay, like that kind of yeah, standard okay, porn. Right. Um, I'd Pizzas with dicks in them. Yeah. Like but whereas with maybe more kind of uh, like kink stuff. Yeah. You'd probably find more of like happening in Germany and stuff. Interesting. Like you know they have maybe more of a history around it. And yeah. They do like events and stuff. Okay. So, uh, so that would I would say that's like Tampa in the U.S. is sort of like the fetish capital. Yeah. So Germany, interesting. Yeah, and I've seen Germany, a lot of people are in um, in uh, Scandinavia as well. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen a lot of people are in uh, Barcelona, or maybe that was just the sort of the circle yeah. I got into this t- today. Yeah, Bas- Barcelona, Prague as well. Yeah. Yeah, uh, those are again like they have the big studios making the kind of porn films. I yeah. Suppose. You know, you, you, what you think when you think porn? It's weird. It's interesting to think that there's that there are places that just don't have porn. Uh, although, meanwhile, if if I if I look at it from a from a case by case basis, it's like in the U.S. 
all of the places aren't making porn. You know, like New York's not making porn. Like Nebraska's not making porn. So it is it does make sense in, from that perspective. Because like I, I'm in South Africa and there's just no porn industry in South Africa. Yeah. I went to South Africa. I was there for three weeks. I was like, I was like, while well, I'm here, I want to try to do some episodes of the podcast. There's nothing. There's nobody. There's I mean nothing. That, that's the problem in Australia as well. No porn in Australia. Very little. Oh very wow. Very little. Like like. They've got a small population and they crack down on it pretty hard. Yeah. So and that's the issue we're having in uh, the UK at the moment is that the laws are becoming so strict. Okay. It's becoming impossible for specifically to stay here. It's like they're deeming a lot of things like bad, but they're not like bad. It's just things that the government thinks bad, like yeah. um, face sitting. Face sitting. Yeah. It's like to uh, most people, isn't a particularly bad thing. Yeah. Just to the government. It so is. they're trying to. It's so have at the moment. Uh, uh, they've banned they face sitting, yeah. doing it. Uh, yeah, like they've banned filming the, it. Fil- yeah, they've, ba- they've banned filming it. So oh wow! Uh, uh, same with like things like urination and stuff. And it's like, yeah, it's it's uh, for a lot of people, it's uh, out of the ordinary. Sure. But it's not bad. Yeah. You know, there's a difference between that and actual violence. Right. <laughs> right. It's not illegal. It shouldn't be illegal. Yeah. That's it's not, interesting. It's not dangerous for the persons yeah. and people involved. You know, as long as everyone's a consenting adult, it's yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. fine. Yeah. There's all sorts of weird. It's weird that they're enacting laws to try and stop things because there, there are, you know, there are weird. Um, I don't. This, there's something about maybe, maybe, maybe this is the the thing. The takeaway for this is like, so at some point, you know, the U.S. and and Britain. Uh, and sort of the UK in general has become this sort of like open doors on everything. It's sort of like we've taken away censorship. People can say what they want. There's all these things that are. I guess actually that might not be true. In, in Britain, you can't you can't incite any sort of violence, right? There's a couple like uh, freedom of speech things that don't actually exist. Um, but then it's like it's like once once we we evolve so far, like the US is getting to a point where everybody wants to censor everything. So it's interesting yeah. that Britain's getting in that place now. Yeah. yeah sen- so it's like South Africa. They just lifted censorship. They just, you know, it's been 26 years of, of, of actually, like, um, uh, of dropping apartheid. And uh, so now everything is, it's like, just say say everything. Say whatever you want. Get out there and, like, and like speak your mind and do your thing. So it's interesting. It's like, um, it's always it's always just cycles. So it's like tightening back up. Yeah. That's crazy. I had, I, I don't know if this is a bit of a conspiracy, but I th- heard this from another um, porn performer who's been in the business a really long time that, it used to be illegal in the UK till I think the early 90s. And then, like, the government figured out that they could make a lot of money. A lot of money, this. right. Just and like gambling. US right now just opened, opened the doors on gambling. Yeah. And then now with the internet and all the porn going on the internet, the government's figuring right. out they're not making They're not money. making as much money as they thought they could. Yeah. So now it's now they're cracking down on it again. Interesting. But all it means really is that the companies are moving abroad and just... Because uh, we're, st- I mean, we're still in the EU zone, so w- we can go and film abroad. Yeah, it's not you know. Right. Once Brexit takes place, it's going to be harder. But at the moment, yeah, there yeah, is yeah. a free flow of uh, work. So I mean, a lot of a lot of UK performers live in Europe. Right. For the purpose that, like, that's where all the companies are moved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah, you got to go where the work is. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, you want your commute to be as as easy as possible. <laughs> it's interesting. Um, well, great. Uh, look, I uh, uh, I really enjoyed talking to you. Uh, how do people find you on the internet? How do they follow you? Tell um, them. I'm on Twitter at Tindra Frost. I am also on Instagram. Okay. Um, yeah, I think the Americans they use the Instagram more. We love Instagram. We love Snapchat. I'm also on Snapchat. It's uh, like I I keep it really simple. I'm yeah. at Tindra Frost. Yeah, that's everything. great. <laughs> it's great. It's great that you were able to to do that. Yeah, a lot of people. I meet a lot of people in both businesses, comedy and. Uh, 
port where they they sort of like well this one is this one and this one has four l- numbers in it and this one is this so yeah. it's always nice I, I have the i have the the one the one luck of uh being the only dan fergalette so it's like it's dan fergalette and everything i told somebody the other day and they were like oh I was like, yeah, yeah, this is just me. So this is just you. Just any, if you look for Tinder for us, it's just you. Yes. Instagram, Snapchat. Yes. Do you have a, do you have like a, do you have like a paid Snapchat? Do you do that? Um, do you get involved I do, in the I, thing? I have a premium Snapchat. Yeah. Yes. Uh, cool. And I have an OnlyFans, but like the links to all of this is in the bio of both my Twitter and Instagram. Cool. So uh, it's quite easy, quite easy to find. Get out there, follow the lady, <laughs> do the thing. Anything, to, anything else to plug? Anything else you want to? No, just follow me there. They, like I have a gets link, so you can find links to absolutely everything. Cool. And pay yeah. for your porn. Pay yes. for your comedy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the Porn Stars of Buell podcast. Thank you to uh, Angel Comedy Club, the Bill Murray Room. Very fantastic comedy club. Check it out whenever you're in London uh, for letting us film here. Uh, we have some content today on YouTube. We have uh, the podcast on uh, Android platform, on uh, on the Google Play Store, and on the iTunes platform for Apple. Uh, wherever you listen, whatever device you have, you can find us. Uh, we drop an episode every Sunday. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much to my guest, Ginger Frost. Please follow her. Pay for her porn. I'm Dan Frigolette. Thank you so much. Bye.